الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل يا عبادي الذين اسرفوا على انفسهم لا تقنطوا من رحمه الله ان الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا انه هو الغفور الرحيم صدق الله العظيم respected elders and beloved brothers in islam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives insan many many moments in the life of insan wherein allah ta'ala gives insan opportunities to turn back to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala man in his daily life and man in his daily occupation and his quest for dunya more often than not becomes neglectful of the orders and the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala together with that man drifts away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and on many occasions falls into the mischief and into the traps of shaitan so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala desires every person to come back to Allah ta'ala and Allah rabbul izzat wish is that every man can be saved from the fire of jahannam and be taken into jannah so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives insan reminders in his life and moments in his life to bring about a change and come back to Allah Ta'ala. Sometimes these reminders come in the form of calamities coming upon a person. He suffers losses in his personal life, perhaps he suffers losses in his wealth, he suffers losses in his business, sometimes he suffers losses of near and dear ones, or he goes through some sort of tragedy and this serves as a wake-up call for him. and he becomes alert and he makes toba and istighfar and he turns back to allah taala and sometimes allah subhanahu wa taala gives insan moments sometimes a person goes for hajj or he goes for umrah and one such occasion that allah rabbul izzat has given insan to turn in totality back to allah subhanahu wa taala is mubarak month of ramadan allah rabbul izzat wants insan to bring about a change That is why the famous hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam wherein Nabi Karim sallallahu mentions that the rebellious shayateen are tied up in this month so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants insan to change and man in his daily life is continuously tempted and tricked by the mischiefs and the evil of shaitan together with that he falls prey to his nafs and he becomes neglectful and unmindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this Mubarak month ties up the rebellious shayateen why to make it easy for insan 
to bring about a change. In one hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions that Lallahu afrahu bitawbat al-abd. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes very very pleased when the banda of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is lost, he has gone astray, he has gone far away from the commands and the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes very very pleased when that banda comes back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Nabi Akrim sallallahu thereafter gives an example. He mentions that if any one of you were to be lost in a jungle, in a desert, and with him he has his conveyance, his animal. And upon his animal is all his belongings, his food for the journey, his sleeping necessities, his drink, his methods of navigating through the desert or through the jungle. Everything is upon that conveyance, that animal of his. And now this person is separated from his animal. His animal is gone in one direction and he is separated from it. So he searches frantically the entire day he goes and he tries searching for that animal and eventually he becomes so tired after searching and looking for that animal of his that he sits down in one place, he rests against a tree and he sleeps away in that condition. And now he is completely despondent. In his mind and in his heart, he thinks to himself that this is it. My end is very, very near. And I've got no hope. There's no way out from this place. I cannot come out from this jungle. And I'm going to die now. So he falls asleep in that condition. And Allah Ta'ala makes it such, when he wakes up, he finds his animal in front of him with all his belongings in front of him. So this, become, this person becomes so pleased, he becomes so happy, and he becomes so joyous, he hugs that animal of his, he hugs that conveyance of his. And in his joy, and in his jubilation, he is not thinking what he says. He says that, oh Allah, I am your Lord and you are my slave. He errs in this. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes more pleased. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes more pleased when the banda of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turns back and returns back to Allah Ta'ala after he has become lost, after he's gone away from the straight path, after he has lost his way, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala becomes more pleased than any of you finding your conveyance in a jungle when he has become so despondent. In one hadith, Nabi Akrim Sassam mentions that إِذَا تَابَ الْعَبْدَ يُعَلَّقُ لَهُ الْقَنَادِيلُ فِي السَّمَاءِ Then, when a banda of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala makes tawbah, when a banda of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala repents, tawbatan nasuha, tubu ila Allahi tawbatan nasuha, complete tawbah, such a tawbah. There are three stages required when a person makes tawbah and istighfar, complete tawbah. One is that he should give up, give up that sin. And alhamdulillah we find in the Mubarak month of Ramadan, many many changes come about. Small they might be, but there are changes that come about. A person leaves out sins that he is committing prior to Ramadan. He leaves them to some extent in the month of Ramadan. Secondly, so this first step takes place in Ramadan. But the next two are, it is required. Secondly, to bring about a complete disliking for that action. And when you think about that action also, think of it in a very negative way. And bring about hatred for that action. And thirdly, make a firm intention in your heart never ever to go back to that action. Not that now, 
this month of Ramadan came, and a person was doing certain things, and he's, he's already planning in Ramadan, that no, I'm going to put all this on pause, after Ramadan we will see how we can go back towards it. It should not be like that. But a firm intention in his heart, that is what is regarded as Tawbatan Nasuha, that a firm intention in his heart, that all these gunas that I was committing, not to go back to those deeds after the month of Ramadan. Together with that, those faraid that a person was neglecting, the faraid of deen, salah, zakat, fasting, etc., fasting in the month of Ramadan, but most importantly, salah, which he was unmindful of and neglectful, neglectful of prior to the month of Ramadan. In the month of Ramadan, alhamdulillah, we see the masajid full and people are more regular with their salah. Now, not to make that intention that when this month of Ramadan is over, then I'm going to, back, going to go back to my old ways. But no, how to continue with that effort that he had put about in the Mubarak month of Ramadan. So Nabi Karim also mentions that when the Banda makes proper toba, sincere toba from his heart, that now I have enough of a life of sinning, I have enough of a life of the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm going, about, I'm going to bring about this total change in my life. Then lanterns are hung for him in the heavens. And the malaika begin singing in chorus for this person. They begin singing for this person and rejoicing for this person. And giving him glad tidings. That the banda, the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has returned back to the master. The slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has returned back to the master. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept this door of toba open. And moreover in this month of Ramadan, Nabi Akareem sallallahu mentioned in the hadith that فَلَاثَةٌ لَا تُرَدُّ دَعْوَتُهُمْ There are three categories of people, their dua is never rejected. It is always accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One is imamun adilun, a leader who is just. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives insan control over other insan. One human has control over many humans. And sometimes hundreds, sometimes he has thousands under him. So Allah Ta'ala has given him control over it. And naturally when a person has control, when a person has power and authority, that tendency now comes about to abuse that authority. And to exercise his power over others. So Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala loves it so much, that when a person, despite having power and control over others, he has people under him, he has subordinates, in whatever department, whatever leadership role he might be in, no matter who is underneath him, but he is fair, he is just, and he fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In whatever aspect it might be, he fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He has the fear of Allah ta'ala. So Allah ta'ala loves it so much, that when he makes dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts his dua. Secondly is that person who is oppressed. Nabi Akram mentioned in the hadith, that ittaqu da'wat al-mazloom, that be very careful of the dua of an oppressed person. فَإِنَّ لَيْسَ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَ اللَّهِ حِجَابٌ that between him and Allah Ta'ala, there is no barrier. So if you oppress a person, and make zulam on that person, be hard on that person, be harsh on that person, and he makes bad dua against you, that dua is going to go straight to Allah Ta'ala. And between that dua and Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, there is no barrier. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala accepts the dua of, a, of an oppressed person, of a mazloom. So to be very, very careful in whatever way, not to oppress and not to harm any person. And the third category, or the first one according to the hadith, 
is as-sa'imu hatta yuftir. Allah subhanahu has given us such a special favor in the Zubarak month of Ramadan that a fasting person, right up until the time he makes iftar, his dua is readily accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu has given us this tool to make tawbah and to seek from the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are so vast, they are so limitless. There is no end to the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Friends and elders, when a person in this world, he has a need, and he goes to another person in this world, and he presents his need in front of that person. Then the first time he goes and asks, that person will give him. The second time he goes and asks, that person will also give him. But he will not give him with the same amount of pleasure as he has given him the first time. And the more you go and ask insan, the more you go and present your needs in front of insan, the more irritated, the more upset insan becomes. Insan, he might give you with a great amount of reluctance, or he will give you but remind you that you are asking, you are continuously coming to me. Why don't you go and find a job? Why don't you go and find, ask someone else for your help? Or look at some other methods, you are becoming lazy. And the more he goes and asks insan, sometimes insan will give him but you will accept some favor in return. You will have some ulterior motives. So Allah Ta'ala has created insan like that. That khuliqal insanu da'ifa. Insan has been created weak. And insan can only help to a certain extent also. Beyond that, insan cannot help. But Allah Rabbul Izzat has given us this opportunity to ask from Allah Ta'ala. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is such that Allah Rabbul Izzat loves it when insan asks from Allah Ta'ala, وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ مُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an al-Majid that ask from me, beg from me, أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ I will give you. Sahaba came to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and they asked Nabi of Allah, أَرَبُّنَا قَرِيبٌ فَنُنَادِي أَمْ بَعِيدٌ فَنُنَاجِي That is our Allah nearby that we may call out softly or is our Allah far away that we may shout out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah ta'ala sends out this ayat that, وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ That when my banda asks about me, when my banda asks about me, then tell them I am very, very near, very near, closer than a person's jugular vein also, is the rahmat and the mercy and the answering of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ دَعِي إِذَا دَعَانَ I will respond to the call of the caller, the person making dua, the person asking from me. I will respond to his call whenever he asks. فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي Ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and have complete yaqeen, has firm faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that may Allah is accepting, may Allah is listening, may Allah hears me. Insan does not like to listen to problems. Allah loves to listen to problems. Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran Majid that those that become haughty and arrogant and do not present their need in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they will be thrown into Jahannam, humiliated and disgraced. Mufassirin mentioned ibadatun ya refers to dua. Why? Because dua is the essence of ibadat dua ibadah dua is the main part of ibadat before every action make dua and after every after every action also make dua 
That is why we perform salah after salah. Rabbana taqabbal minna. We do not know what shortcomings came about in our salah. Whether it was accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So beg Allah ta'ala to accept our ibadat. Every ibadat, make dua after it so that Allah ta'ala accepts that ibadat. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves it. The more insan asks Allah ta'ala, the more insan asks from Allah, the more Allah rabbul izzat loves it. And the more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants insan to ask. Allah loves it when the insan begs from Allah ta'ala. Nabi Akrim says mentioned in the hadith of Qudsi, the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are so vast. They are limitless. لو أن أولكم وآخركم وإنسكم وجنكم قاموا في سعيد واحد فسألوني that every insan, every slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the time of Adam alayhi salam right up until the last person born before Qiyamah every person has to stand Allah makes it such he was able to stand on one plane on one piece of land and on that precise occasion Every person is begging from Allah Ta'ala. He is pleading from Allah. For Allah Ta'ala to accept his dua. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala grants each and every person whatever he has desired, whatever he has asked for, whatever is his wish, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala grants it to that person. Every person from the time of Adam salam, right up until the last person born, insan and jinnat, Allah gives each and every person whatever he desires. مَا نَقَسَ ذَلِكَ مِمَّا عِنْدِي إِلَّا كَمَا يَنْقُصُ الْمِخْيَةِ إِذَا أُذْخِلَ الْبَحْرَ That will not decrease in the kingdom and the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not to that extent also, if you have to take your finger and place it in the oceans of the world. And thereafter remove your finger. There will be no water on your finger. Your finger will just be moist. That moistness felt on your finger, what is it in comparison to the oceans of the world? You cannot even compare it it will not even decrease and diminish in the kingdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even to that extent of moisture found on a person's finger. So vast is the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah rabbul is ready to give. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Qur'an in Majeed, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ They're all my banda, all my slaves. They have done wrong, they have committed wrong. They have transgressed the bounds and have sinned. لَا تَخْنَتُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ do not ever become despondent of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there. First and elders, there are different ways in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the dua of a person. Sometimes a person makes dua to Allah ta'ala. And friends and elders, when you are making dua, we should not feel shy in making dua. Ask for whatever a person wants. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ready to give. Definitely give preference. This is the Mubarak month of Ramadan. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that the doors of Jahannam are closed, the doors of Jannat are open. Meaning if a person, this is the time to earn his Jannat. So ask Allah ta'ala for Jannat. Give priority to that. Make abundant istighfar and tawbah. Plead from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for Jannat. And beg and besiege the help of Allah ta'ala in safety from the fire of Jahannam. Give preference to that. But together with that, we should present our other needs also in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah ta'ala accepts dua in many, many ways. Sometimes whatever a person asks for, he will see his dua being accepted. He will find his dua readily accepted. He has just made dua. Sometimes a person will also say, I should have made dua for something else. <laughs> this I thought about it and I find it already happened. Maybe I should have asked for something bigger or greater. So whatever a person asks for, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants him. That's one type of accepting dua. The second type is, some a banda will make dua to Allah ta'ala, he will beg, he will plead from Allah ta'ala. He will not find what he is asking for. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hears his call. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala replaces it with something that Allah rubal is that felt was better for this person. Perhaps, by way of example, a person asks Allah ta'ala for abundant wealth, to become very very wealthy. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows in his ilm azali, in the knowledge of Allah ta'ala, that abundant wealth is not good for this person. He does not have abundant wealth, he is spending time in the obedience of Allah. Perhaps he become involved in this dunya, he will drift further away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So wealth is not good for this person. But Allah ta'ala replaces it with something which Allah felt better. Perhaps Allah Ta'ala replaces wealth with giving him good health. And good health, my dear brothers, is something that no amount of money in this world can buy. A person enjoys good health and he takes his ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala for granted. He doesn't realize what a ni'mat good health is. Only when that ni'mat, that bounty is snatched away. A bounty when it is taken away. He's enjoying life. He's enjoying good health. And he's taking everything for granted. And then something comes about in his life. And now he has some sort of medical disorder. May Allah protect us, save us all. Now he has some kind of medical disorder which requires him now to be on medication. Or some other illness comes about. And now he realizes what was the, the power of that good health that he had enjoyed. So this is another way in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts a person's dua. Perhaps a calamity was supposed to befall this person. Allah ta'ala did not give him what he had asked for, but Allah ta'ala removed the calamity. Sometimes a person has abundant wealth and a calamity befalls him by which his wealth goes away. Some problem came about in his home, some plumbing problem, or some mechanical problem came about in his car, or some medical bill came about and he has incurred enormous amount of expenses. So Allah Ta'ala averted that problem from him. He does not realize it. But Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala knew what Allah Rabbul Izzat did. And friends and elders, the third way which Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala accepts a person's dua is that Allah Ta'ala stores it as a reward for him in the akhirat. And according to the riwayat, Nabi Akrim also mentions that the banda of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, when he passes away and he will go in the akhirah, he will find that so much of good deeds have been kept in store for him in the akhirah. And he does not recognize it, he does not know where it came from. And he will inquire regarding it. And it will be, so, it will be told to him that you made dua in this world. You took out time and you asked from Allah Ta'ala. You begged from Allah Ta'ala. You pleaded from the treasures of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. It was only between you and Allah Ta'ala. And you had thought that your du'as were not accepted. But Allah Ta'ala heard your call. Allah Ta'ala stored it as reward for you in the Akhirah. And when he sees the amount of reward that he has in the Akhirah, he will have this wish and desire that every du'a of his was rejected in this world. So much of reward just for making the du'a. That, law, that link and that bond that the banda has with Allah Ta'ala, the slave has with his master, when he is making du'a, and he's showing his complete humility and his complete incapability in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Rabbul Izzat loves it. Friends and elders, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a month of Ramadan. 
it is for bringing about change in our lives. It is about turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, making abundant tawbah and istighfar. Friends and elders, we can see the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taking, taking place around us. And we know well that ittaqul ma'asiyah fa'inna bil ma'asiyati halla ghadabullah. That be very, very careful of the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because with the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes lawful. So friends and elders, with the tawbah and istighfar, the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes lawful with sins, with sinning. And the anger of Allah ta'ala cools down when there's abundant tawbah and istighfar. When a banda makes tawbah and istighfar, it cools the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Friends and elders, Allah ta'ala has given us a month to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, famous hadith, we hear it every year in the occasion of Ramadan. Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam climbed up onto the mimbar, the first step, the second step, the third step, he said, Ameen. When he climbed upon the first step, Sahaba thereafter asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then what is all this about? Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that curses be upon that person of my ummah, who this Mubarak month of Ramadan came, but he lets it pass by like any other month. He fails to gain maghfirat, he fails to gain forgiveness. Who is making the dua? Jibreel Amin is making the dua. Who is saying Amin? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is saying Amin. That Nabi who did not even curse enemies, but is such a severe thing, is such a severe warning that this month of Ramadan passes and a person fails to take maximum benefit, fails to bring about a change in his life and fails to gain the maghfirat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah save us and protect us and not make us from amongst that group. Make dua to Allah ta'ala that Allah ta'ala make this Mubarak month of Ramadan like no other Ramadan that has passed and make this Ramadan such that we bring about a complete change in our lives. Wa akhirul dawana alhamdulillahi rabbi.